Hey everyone, I wanted to introduce you to my new friend Caroline, who has a great conference for the girls to tell you about. Hey guys, my name is Caroline Hare, and I am the founder of Waves Girls Conference. Waves Girls Conference exists to equip and empower girls to start making waves for Christ in their own home, community, and world. We talk about identity and calling, and our annual girls conference in Destin is coming up November 5th and 6th. We would love for you to join us. Go to wavesgirlsconference.com or follow us on Instagram at wavesgirlsconference. Thanks, Caroline. Again, that conference is Friday, November 5th and Saturday, November 6th, and wavesgirlsconference.com is where you can sign up for it. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff, and I'm bringing you another Maverick Resource Review today. Uh, These segments are to highlight resources that can benefit students, youth pastors, youth workers, and parents. I will sit down with the author or the group that came up with the product. We will talk about how it benefits others and hopefully give you a good inside look on how it could benefit you and your ministry. Our resource spotlight today is with Mike Haynes, and his programming and curriculum is called G-Shades. We talk with Mike about why he started it, what the components are for it, and for people who use it, what they can expect if they use this curriculum. So let's hop into this conversation with Mike. Mike, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's great to have you. Uh, if you could give our listeners a little introduction about who you are. Yeah. So yeah, my name is Mike Haynes. Uh, I'm a youth pastor from Virginia. I've been doing youth ministry for about a decade. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just like a lot of youth pastors out there. I'm really, really enjoying the resurgence of in-person youth ministry to some extent, depending on what Mm -hmm. part of the country you're in. Really loving that. And uh, yeah, right around the time that uh, you're listening to this, listeners, by the time you're listening to this, I am uh, probably... uh, about four or five games into a fantasy season that's going way poorly, more poorly than I expected. And, uh, I'm freaking out and, and trying to trade players frantically. So that's, that's, if you're wondering what is Mike doing right now, as you're listening to this, I am, I'm panicking over fantasy football. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That sounds very, very unfortunately familiar to me. Uh, yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm cheering on my uh, Cardinals this year, but JJ and AJ are injury machines. So we'll see how good they actually are, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. 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 We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, well, dude, thank you for joining me on here. And, uh, so this is our fourth, uh, Maverick resource review. And we're going to talk about your curriculum and programming that you've developed. Um, and you've been doing it for a little while now called G shades. Uh, and, you know, we've, we've talked about youth curriculum on the podcast uh, and how, you know, in the 21st century, especially the last few years, there's so many options now for people out there in ministry to get quality um, curriculum online. And all of them have a little bit of a different perspective based on what you're looking for mm-hmm. for your group. And so because of that and because of how many different contexts there are for people in ministry rural ministry, international ministry, uh, 
all kinds of stuff. Uh, there is something for everyone, really. But that also means that you need to take your time and make sure what you have for your students and your leaders and your parents is what fits your group best. Uh, and so, Mike, I want to ask you, what led to you starting G-Shades? In other words, what were elements and approaches you wanted in curriculum that you didn't see? Yeah, that's a great question. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I don't know that I had totally um, processed uh, all of this 100% in the framework that you're asking it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really like G shades didn't start as a business idea at all. Um, it, it really started as a conversation between me and God. It was almost a, um, a mini faith deconstruction that I started going through in my mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a youth pastor for a couple of years and all that kind of stuff. And the faith deconstruction wasn't a matter of like, does God exist? But instead the kind of core question that I was asking was like, why does it matter for me right now that Jesus died on the cross? Like mm-hmm. I, I get it. I go to heaven. That's great. And, and all that kind of stuff. But, but like right now in this moment, yeah. um, in the way that I think, in the way that I feel, the things that I say and my motivations for my actions, why, how does Jesus work on the cross 2000 years ago, affect me 2000 years later, sitting in my house, you know, whatever, eating a bowl yeah. of Cheerios, like, why does that affect me right now? And so, mm-hmm. um, as I kind of started digging and having conversations with God and digging into the scriptures, um, regarding, uh, that question, that was it sort of led me to this this really significant faith paradigm shift um for me right it, it led to this this paradigm shift of recognizing that like most of what i do most of what i say most of what i think um is determined by the lens that i see through um that my sin and my brokenness has colored the way that i see the world around me that i don't i don't see things and people and situations in god as objectively as I feel like I do, and, and that nobody does because of our sin, because of our brokenness, and in that, um, rather than my personality or my wounds uh, or my feelings or my sin being like the reality um, that most influences me, uh, the reality of the gospel is what needs to most influence me, right? And so that that's what it means to be a Christian. Um, that's what it means to be transformed, and in, in that we would stop seeing the world through the lens of our brokenness, through the lens of our wounding, our past, our hurt, our experiences, our personality. And instead, what would color our world is the gospel of Jesus Christ, what God has done for us, in us, through us, uh, through the work of Jesus. And so uh, that sort of faith paradigm just it just started wrecking me, like in, in the best way possible. Like I just, I just not overnight, but like very quickly us. Uh, saw myself becoming a better husband, becoming a better father, um, becoming a better youth pastor, a better friend, like just a better human being, a more healthy human being. Um, and, and so, um, and so I just began, uh, became obsessed with like exploring it. Like I have to explore this thing because sure it's, gosh, it's an interesting thought and it's really cool, but if it's not backed up by scripture, then who cares? Who cares how interesting it is um, if it's not backed up by scripture? So I kind of went through this process of, um, you know, a couple months, I mean, half a year or so of just just digging into into the scriptures and, and trying to get a sense of, is this real? Is there something to this? And the more I did, um, the more I felt like, wow, I, I think this is legitimate and, and I need to share this. Um, so G shades. And this is, this is a long answer to your questions, yeah, but cool, man. G cool. shades. Great. Good. Okay. I appreciate it. So G shades really didn't start as a curriculum. Um, it started as a conversation between me and God. And then, uh, 
out of the overflow of that, it became a book idea. Um, and so I started writing a book outline for this whole gospel lens paradigm. Um, but the problem was I didn't know who I was writing a book to, uh, which mm. I, which, you know, publishers say is important. Um, <laughs> you know, and you have to have like a target audience or something. I didn't know who it was for, who was going to read a book uh, from a, a 25 year old, no name youth pastor, uh, just a random, right. Who is this for? Um, is it for teenagers? That's kind of my area of expertise is like communicating to teenagers, but teenagers don't read books. So not like books meant for their like growth is like, it's just not really a thing. So that's not a good, so Anyways, I just I couldn't figure out who to write the book to. And so I um, at the same time, as I was grappling with this book idea, um, totally unrelated to that, I was discovering this this love, this passion for writing curriculum, youth ministry curriculum for a broad audience. So again, totally separate from that G shades thing, the gospel lens thing is happening. I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Separate from that. Um, I put a couple of resources up on, on DYMs, you know, store. Right. And, yeah. and I was really enjoying that process and, and kind of having stuff that was out there that people were, were doing. I, I had uh, started writing for grow. I wrote for grow volume two and, and free and loved it. It was an awesome experience. Um, I, all at the same time, I, I wrote a little bit for orange, um, in their youth ministry curriculum. And that was an awesome experience. And so um, I'm kind of learning this whole youth ministry curriculum thing is something that I'm really starting to like love and see a I could see myself doing this full time someday, you know, and um, felt like I was, I was starting to get on track of doing that full time someday at one of those established, you know, youth ministry uh, organizations. Um, and so it, it, looking back, like I could just see the sovereignty of God all over this thing, right? It was just, it was everywhere because I was like, you know, separately this gospel lens thing. I don't know what to do with it, but I know that it's good. I don't need to share it. And then I need to continue to explore it um, in, in kind of long form. Um, and then also on the other side, there's this youth ministry curriculum. And, and at some point, eventually they intersected and it all became very clear. G Shades isn't a book. It's a youth ministry curriculum. It's a mm. paradigm shift in the way that we're, it's, it's a shift in the way that we teach uh, to students. Um, and, and, uh, and so it became a youth ministry curriculum. And that's what launched the LLC, became a business, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and we've kind of continued the journey from there. So so I, I, that's the long version of it. But the, the short of it is um, I really didn't launch uh, G Shades because I felt like there was something um, uh, missing necessarily in other curriculums. Um, I think a lot of those other curriculums do a great job and all of that. And, and I do think G Shades offers something unique. But um, ultimately I launched it because I felt like I needed, and I felt called to by God to kind of continue exploring this gospel lens paradigm, um, that had transformed my entire life and to and explore that in a way, uh, that was helpful to other people and helpful to, to students. Um, and so that's really how that wound up playing itself out. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that story. And, and that, that deconstruction period, that revelation if you will, that thought about, okay, why does this matter? That's the thing, right? That's what we're trying to pass to students and try and help them realize they need to think about that and they need to realize yeah. why this matters now. And I love how you're relating it to yourself. And I think that is the most important thing for a leader to do is not just say, well, what's better for the people that I'm over or better, better for the people that I'm leading? First, think about what's better for me, because as someone in ministry, we are modeling for them, not just when we're on stage, 
not just when we're giving them packets of information at a meeting for a mission trip or a camp or whatever. It's all the time. And so when they get to see us in an authentic way, think about, ask hard questions that don't have easy answers, or maybe for the short term, any answers, and being able to wrestle with that, they get to see that. And while they're in our ministry and somewhat of a controlled environment, um, we get to be able to explore that with them and help them see, hey, how would you answer this question if you were me, right? And be able to pass that example along. Man, I love that. I love that it came out of that. And um, I love the way that you set it up too with deconstruction because to a lot of people in 2021, deconstruction is a four-letter word. And I hate that. I hate that uh, because uh, if anything, I think those of us, in family ministry, but especially youth ministry, because of the perpetual question, who am I? They're trying to figure out their identity. We're trying to get them in a way to deconstruct what they've been learning in Sunday school as rote as, well, here it is. And it's, it's right because it's the right answer. And, and they're not thinking about, we're trying to get them to think about why this matters to your practical daily life. Why does what Jesus said in John 10, why does what happened with Peter being a hypocrite? Why does that matter when I go to school, when I go to seventh hour math class? You know, like, why does that matter? Yeah. Um, and yeah. so we're trying to get them to do what you realize. I need to think about this. I need to explore this. I need to really think about why I'm doing what I'm doing if I'm in this work and why it matters. Because if I can figure out why it matters, then I can really have the good, solid, biblically-based um, conviction to really pass that on to my students and show that and hopefully have other people do that with their with their students. And I think it's obvious from you talking about it, that's what you poured into G-Shades. Um, so Mike, what would students who go all the way through this curriculum as they're going through it, what's the hope that you have for them? What would they look like going through this curriculum and what what would they walk away with going through it? Yeah, I mean, it really, I think it really does relate a lot to what you were just sharing about, like, uh, you know, essentially what you're saying is like, we we need to encourage the deconstruction now in, in, a, in, a, in a healthy, safe environment. Absolutely. Right, but, right. Um, but really, you know, it's, it's taking the rote kind of look, all of the foundational basics of what they need to know, that stuff's important. We have absolutely to have those foundational basics mm-hmm. of biblical literacy, knowing the Old Testament stories, New Testament, yep. like, like, yep. kid, I'm not knocking kids ministry and the things that kids learn, that stuff is important. No, However, yeah. our our job in youth ministry is to recognize where these kids are at developmentally and then pair them with a faith that grows up with them. Yes. Um, and so I think my, my goal and what, what I, the way that I thought about it, and this isn't new to me, this is something that I, I honestly, I, the first time I heard this in a way that I was like, Oh, that's what G shades is was something that Tom chef Shunis from orange said it to me okay. in a phone conversation we were having years ago. And he said, um, he's, he was like, you know, he, he had just done a breakout. It was incredible. Um, at, at an orange conference a couple of years ago, he did a breakout kind of deconstructing all of youth ministry and basically going back to like, why are we even doing this? Is this helpful? Um, and as we were you know, talking about that a couple of weeks later, I was chit-chatting with him on the phone. He was like, you know what? I, I'm glad it was helpful because I, my goal is to help student, not, not that we tell students what to think, but to teach them how to think, to give them a framework mm-hmm. for how to think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that's what we're trying to do in youth ministry. So I think to answer your question, um, to begin to answer your question, like, 
I think for the, I'm just going to call them the G shades kid, like the kid okay. who, who G shades has been their curriculum and they have kind of grabbed, like grasped and held on to this idea of like seeing through the lens of the gospel. That's their faith paradigm. Right. So I think the G shades kid has been, uh, has been given a framework for how to think, for how to process, not necessarily what to do in every situation, but how to think through what to do in every situation, or, or rather, according to the brand you know, that we use, how to see in any given situation, um, the lens to see through. And so um, that, that just is a paradigm that we hope will grow up with kids uh, even after they're out of youth group and they're no longer, you know, if GCHS continues to just be a youth ministry curriculum, maybe they don't ever have anybody who's teaching this way, uh, but the paradigm still uh, uh, goes with them. So uh, here are a couple of examples of of what I think, you know, the G Shades kid looks like, right? Um, I think that kid's, my hope is that that kid's internal narrative um, is really, really healthy. Um, Like we all in, we all have this, right? We have this internal narrative that's running internally in our minds uh, throughout the day. It's this ongoing monologue um, of that kind of helps us to interpret internally what's happening around us externally. And we all have Mm -hmm. that internal monologue Um, and that internal monologue, uh, that, that internal narrative that we have going, I think the G shades kid, their internal narrative is the gospel narrative, or at least it's very heavily influenced by the gospel narrative. So something happens externally when it gets in here and they process it and interpret those events, those events are interpreted through the lens of not their feelings, not what, but what Jesus is, what God has said about them, done for them, uh, done for the world through Jesus Christ. And so as an example of that, right. Um, like, yes, that kid was a jerk to you today, right? But that doesn't make them a jerk at the core of their identity, right? We don't call that kid, oh, that kid is a identity statement, a jerk, right? Uh, because uh, God, you know, your your internal narrative, your gospel lens tells you that God in Christ does not define you by your worst moments in your worst days. So why would you define others by theirs, right? Mm. So like stuff like that, that, that G shades, uh, you know, a G shades kids internal narrative. Um, it's just really healthy. They, they process things. Well, um, I, I've got a list. I'm going to run through the list. So, uh, and this is not an exhaustive list at all, but it's just a couple of things that came to mind. Um, I think that a G shades kid has a really healthy, they have an ability to have a really, um, healthy relationships with an extremely diverse array of people, right? I think that when you're, when your lens tells this is just as a, for instance, there's lots of examples of diversity and opinion and stuff like that. But I think when your gospel lens um, tells you that the redemption of the earth comes through Jesus and not politics, um, you can have healthy friendships with people on both sides of the aisle, right? Stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Another example, I think that the G Shades kid can be pretty open about their imperfections uh, within the context of their small group or accountability group or whatever it is, right? Because a gospel lens tells you that there's no reason to be ashamed of your sin because Jesus has made you clean and whole in God's sight. And so that frees you up to walk in the light. So I think a G shades kid who's seeing through the lens of the gospel doesn't give into shame and, and, and walk in darkness. I think they, they're freed up to walk in the light because they know that they're not judged by God. And so they have no fear of being ashamed before 
you know, their, their friends or, or whoever it is, their small group leader. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think the, the G shades kid can sit and patiently listen to their 75, you know, to their 75, 80 year old grandma tell the same dang story for the 57th time, uh, because their gospel lens tells them that in Christ, God listens to like, God listens to us, tell him things that he already knows all the time. Um, and, and he, the reason he does that uh, is because despite the fact that he already does know us, it matters to him that we feel known. And so he allows us to express those things to him. In fact, he invites it because he wants us to feel known. That's how God treats us in Christ. And when that's your lens, you will treat others that way, uh, including your elderly grandmother who just wants to feel known, who wants to feel seen. And so you'll patiently listen to that story, even though you could quote it verbatim with her as she's telling it and roll your eyes, you know? Um, I think, I think I got two more. I think that the G shades kid pursues the girl. Um, If it's a, let's say it's a dude, right? I think the G shades kid pursues the girl, even though he's terrified of being rejected because he knows that his identity isn't wrapped up in her opinion of him. I also think the G shades kid maybe doesn't pursue the girl because he doesn't need the validation of a girlfriend to know that he has value and worth. Right. Mm. So it it just like, it could just, this list could just go on and on. What does the G shades kid look like? But it could go on and on what the, what gospel transformation looks like in every little crevice and every little, little, um, pathway of life, right? I think the gospel changes everything. And I think a gospel lens changes everything. And and that's why I'm so excited about the curriculum, right? I just, I see the pathway towards students having a very clear faith paradigm for navigating an increasingly complex culture. And, And that even if that faith paradigm leaves student A making a totally different decision than student B. They're both making those decisions uh, as a reflection out of a reflection of what Christ has done for them in the gospel. And that gets me really excited because I think that is the kind of faith that this next generation um, really needs and would be really helpful for them. Yeah. Preach, man. I could sit here and talk about this for a long time. This is awesome. I love it. I love the, yeah, just the, it's it seems in some ways subtle, but so powerful, you know, to think about uh man, that that is like the God doesn't judge us by our worst moments, but that's what we do. That's how we judge yeah. people. Like we see one <laughs> yeah. quote or one comment of a response on something on social media and they are written off forever it's like that that's just who yeah, they that are person that person is it. an idiot absolutely right. yes. yeah no. and it's like yeah. <laughs> that's it and yeah yeah the uh grandmother story thing that's that that's funny and that's that's so true because <laughs> like how many times have our students said okay i didn't study at all but please help me pass this test please help me do this whatever yep. hey i didn't practice all week long but help me get a touchdown it's like cuz it cuz the scouts here it's like you know uh yeah, God is God is good and merciful, and He has a sense of humor as well. But uh, how how much do we think about uh, you know faith without works is dead is what James says, and how yeah. much do we put into hey we're participating along with this, and just because God knows doesn't mean that in faith we shouldn't ask because that's how Jesus basically um, did most of his miracles in response to faith. And right. he, he desires that relationship. He desires us to be able to 
realize our need for dependence, how we were created to be dependent, every single human being, which is not the American way, but it's how yeah. we were created because it's better. And yeah, dependence is better than independence is something that's very hard to sell, especially yeah, to gosh. teenagers. Uh, yeah. But dude, I love that. I love that. Uh, Mike, share with us some specific feedback that you've gotten from people who have used G-Shades. Uh, how has it helped improve the, the, the lives of others and made an impact? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I, there are a couple of, um, there are definitely a couple of, of things that I've heard specifically um, that have been really encouraging for me, right? So um, I, I don't create G-Shades curriculum by myself. I'm, I'm, I kind of take the lead on a lot of it, but um, but I've, I've got a team of, of people, uh, of uh, men and women who are, are pretty much all youth workers of some uh, type and, and we kind of create it together. And so um, this is as much of an encouragement for me um, as it is for them too, and, and honoring their hard work and um, the time and energy that they've put into um, creating, you know, these uh, gospel focused series, gospel lens uh, series. So, um, so G Shades is it's a curriculum um, in that it comes in digital downloadable format with, you know, you've got your, your uh, messages and your small group guides and all that kind of stuff that comes in PDFs and board documents, but it is also um, a video uh, curriculum. There's a video curriculum aspect to it too, um, that just matches the content for those who need the video curriculum. And so I just give that as context um, for some of the feedback that we've gotten. One of the things that, that I keep hearing um, with some level with enough level of frequency that I don't feel like it's a fluke um, is that G Shades video messages are funny, um, which I, I I recognize that what we're after uh, here is far deeper and far more transformational than a few giggles. Uh, but what we do know in youth ministry is that like funny is good, right? Funny is important. Funny lowers the walls and allows access into the heart. And so yeah. to hear someone with, you know, hear some consistency, um, youth pastors, you know, saying, Hey, you know, what? Our, our kids laugh at these videos. They, they're very funny. Like they uh, our kids really enjoy them. Um, that's really encouraging for me. Um, and so in, and for my team, and I think it's honoring the work that they do. Um, Another thing that I've heard is that the content isn't just engaging and helpful and challenging for students, but that it's been really thought provoking and challenging for the youth workers too. Um, and, and that's of great encouragement to me because again, like this gospel lens thing was thought provoking and challenging for me way before it ever became something that I was like trying to share with other people. And so to hear that there are other adults who have been in their faith journey for some time who are going, huh, this is yeah, this is, huh. You know, it's like, for me, it just, again, it's a little bit like, okay, good. So I wasn't just like way behind the eight ball, you know, yeah. back then just yeah. like struggling with concepts that everybody else had already, you know, just, it's just encouraging to know that it's helpful for adults too, right. That adults need a gospel lens too. Um, and that that's been helpful. So I'm, I'm really encouraged by that. And then I think the, the last thing, um, that I hear, and this is just, uh, this makes, because I'm, I'm a full-time youth pastor. That's what I, that's like my full-time job. And so, um, what's been really encouraging to hear is that like G shades is a really helpful option for churches with a small budget. Um, and mm. that's great because I'm not a business tycoon. I'm just a, I'm like a youth pastor. That's what I do. It's my trade. It's what I'm all about. And so I know that feeling of like presenting a big ticket expense, uh, to the board and going, please, you know, and the board staring at you like prove that it's worth it. Right. And so, um, 
while I love and I've learned from so many of the well-established curriculums who have been around for a decade or whatever, right? I, I, I've learned a lot from them. I, I'm also thankful and, and glad to be able to provide a curriculum option for churches that results in fewer arguments in the boardroom. Um, I'm just, I'm thankful to be able to do that. Um, and so uh, knowing that particularly through the pandemic, there are a lot of churches who have really struggled financially um, and uh, in, or, you know, youth pastors that have been laid off, they can't get paid. They don't have as much capacity as they used to, to be able to teach. And so having a video curriculum or having a curriculum, it's just, it is extremely helpful for the youth worker in addition to the students um, to be able to just kind of lower the stress, provide an option for the board that uh, doesn't make everyone sweat, you know? Um, And Mm -hmm. so I, um, um, those are a couple of, of, particular pieces of feedback that I've just been really encouraged by and, and uh, has kind of given me that, um, that affirmation um, besides the affirmation that I already just me and God talking and him going, you're, you're on the right track. Just keep, you know, daily bread, daily bread, next step, next step. Um, but hearing it, that it's helpful to other people too, has just been really good. And, and, and I bet you feel the same way, you know, anytime that you get that about youth ministry Maverick and you, you put your heart and soul into something and, uh, and a lot of time and energy and, and you just, you know, you hope it's helpful. And, and mm-hmm. the sense that I've gotten uh, overwhelmingly has been that G shades has been helpful. Um, and so I'm really, I'm really thankful to be able to, to be a part of that. So it's been good. Dude. Love it, man. Love it. Uh, I hope everyone like me will check out G shades in detail. Uh, Mike, tell us where not only with G shades, but where people can connect with you online. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, so the uh, website for G Shades is, uh, is just gshades.org. Um, and actually, uh, for if you search youth ministry curriculum, just Google youth ministry curriculum, it'll be right up there toward the top um, of that first page of Google. Um, and so uh, that's how you can get the site. And it's just, you know, you'll, you'll find it. And there's a free series up there just so you can get your free, uh, you know, sample of it, try it out, get to see if it's a good fit. The video messages come with that, with that, um, that free series. Um, and so definitely check it out, see if it's a good fit for youth ministry. If it's not, Hey, you got a free series and, and you got free content. Um, and that's awesome. We all love free stuff. Um, and then, uh, for me, the easiest way to connect with me is probably over Instagram. Um, and my Instagram handle is Mike E Haynes, H A Y N E S. Um, maybe we can put that in the show notes or something like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mike E Haynes, if you want to reach out or whatever, I promise you my Instagram is, is not, don't follow me because you want like really cool content. <laughs> I, I'm bad at Instagram. And so, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I post like once a month and it's usually just a picture of my kids doing something cute or something. So, um, it, it really is not going to be super, uh, yeah, I, I'm not like a, anyways, follow if you want to hang out, but don't, you know, keep your expectations low, but I'd be happy yeah. to connect with anybody who wants to have a conversation, um, wants to talk about youth ministry or just about life. I'm, I'm super on board with that. So uh, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Awesome. And yes, we will have your contact info for G shades and for you in the description here on YouTube. And then also in the show notes, anywhere that you listen to this podcast, Mike, dude, praying for you. Thank you for your influence. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you for how your own personal experience of faith has gone on to help create this, which is impacting the lives of others in really amazing ways. Thanks again, bro. Yeah, appreciate you having me on, Jeff. That concludes today's Maverick Resource Review. Thanks again to Mike for talking with us about G-Shades. You can find the links and all that information in the show notes and the YouTube video description. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. And don't forget to go subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. 
where you can watch every episode, review, and the YouTube-only segment, The Fantastic Friday Five, every Friday. That's all for now. Check out our website at youthmanagingmaverick.com for more. And until next time, thanks for listening. Adios. Adios.